Welcome to Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. We teach the common wisdom of love and unity that is found in all mainstream religions, metaphysical teachings, mysticism, and inspired secular and religious writers and teachers throughout the ages. Our goal is to help you connect with your higher divine self and transform from the inside out so you can become a force for love and transformation in the world. Each week, we bring you wisdom from our founding spiritual director, Reverend Candace Shalhoub, and other guest speakers. We hope you enjoy this week's Words of Wisdom. Growing up, y'all might know this song, but it was a schoolhouse rock classic that taught me not only my multiplication tables, but the power of three. According to the lyrics, three is a magic number. Yes, it's a magic number. Somewhere in that ancient mystic trinity, you get three as a magic number. The past and the present and the future, faith and hope and charity, the heart and the brain and the body give you three as a magic number. It takes three legs to make a tripod or make a table stand. It, makes, it takes three wheels to make a vehicle called a tricycle. And every triangle has three corners. Every triangle has three sides. No more, no less. You don't have to guess when it's three, you can see. It's a magic number. The number three has always been of great importance to the ancient Greek philosopher Pythagoras. The number three represented harmony and wisdom and understanding. We start every race on the count of three. There are three strikes in baseball. What else? What are threes? There's a trinity, of course. Yeah. What else comes in threes? Huh? Three stri- oh, if you in bowling on your last on your last frame, if you get three strikes, you get a turkey. Woohoo! <laughs> gobble gobble. A hat trick. A hat trick. A hat trick is yeah. So three. there's threes. There's threes all over all over the place. Yeah, huh? Third time's the charm. Third, third time's a charm. There you yeah. go. <laughs> a, a, a what? Syzygy. Syzygy. When Syzygy. three planets align, it's a trifecta of planets. <laughs> Trifectas. There we go. Scissors. We are all full of three. I've learned. I've learned a new word today. Thank you. <laughs> so the number is also said to represent good fortune. And so this morning, our own Lee McEachern, who is the president of our board here at Jubilee Circle, Lee. is going to speak this morning, and he's going to teach us about the Tao of three, how this mysterious number moves in through and around us. And if we believe in its magic, then it will surely all make us say, "Oh yeah." yeah. Hear these wise and holy words from A Course in Miracles. Clarification of terms. The Holy Spirit abides in the part of your mind that is part of the Christ mind. He represents yourself and your creator who are one. The Spirit speaks for God and also for you being joined with both. And therefore, it is the Spirit who proves them one. He seems to be a voice, for in that form, he speaks God's word to you. He seems to be a guide through a form. For you need help, that form of help. He seems to be whatever meets the needs you think you have. But he is not deceived when you perceive yourself entrapment in needs you do not have. It is from these he would deliver you. It is from these that he would make you safe. From A Course in Miracles, clarification of terms, a second reading. Illusions will not last. Their death is sure, and this alone is certain in their world. It is the ego's world because of this. What is the ego but a dream of who you really are? A thought you are apart from your creator and a wish to be what he created not. It is a thing of madness, not reality at all. 
A name for namelessness is all it is. A symbol of impossibility. A choice for options that do not exist. We name it, but to help us understand that it is nothing but an ancient thought that what is made has immortality. But what could come of this except a dream, which, like all dreams, can only end in death? And from a poet named Lee Bueo, which is Lee McEachern, <laughs> a poem called 369. You are one thing, but you are not one thing. You are three things, but three things quickly become nine things, living in six things. Nikola Tesla said, if you only knew the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, then you would have the key to the universe. He might have been right. These are wise and holy words. Thanks be to the holy. All creation is holy word. All creation speaks volumes of the holy. Hallelujah. We're going to welcome Lee McEachern to the stage. He is uh, one of Jubilee's greatest assets over the years. And uh, we're going to let him speak now. Anybody who knows me knows I've been on this uh, repeating pattern of nature, this fractal kick. And I've tried to simplify it into just talking about how it's an echo of three things. It's a primordial three, and then it's an echo of that primordial three. So, I'm going to share with you my wonderful world of threes, and I honestly feel like I did not make it up. It's more like I discovered it. It was already out there, and I'll let you decide after I tell you about it. The worlds of three start with, ta-da, the Holy Trinity. God the Mother, God the One Daughter, and God the Holy Spirit. In modern terms, I like to use the observer, the sexless creator, and the sexless created. That's just so much more 2022-ish. You have a trinity of an observer, a creator, and a created, or creation. And the observer sees what the creator sees, which is the created. And it also sees what the created thing, maybe you, sees. I picture the creator creating one, creating one thing, and it's part of itself. And it's one self, like God, the mother and her one daughter, or God the father and his one son. It's one thing, but kind of two. But just as in quantum physics, an observer, a third thing, changes everything. It's like the creator and its one creation are like a blended wave function. And until an observer sees them, then, wow, then they're embodied. They're a particle, they're a thing. They are like God in the clouds and Jesus on earth. But without the observer, it's kind of like a blended wave. It's field before any particle is made. Just a, you know, a happy cloud. Whether it's formless or embodied, you have this three-part timeless, eternal, you could say religious slash spiritual slash quantum physics thing, you know, a three-part thing that is one an observer, a creator, and a created. And to keep it simple, I'm going to say it's right here on my left, this primordial three-part thing. Now, in my world of threes, you have an echo of that eternal three-part group, and it's over here on my right. You could say this one is run by the ego. It's the ego corporation on my right, and this is the Holy Spirit corporation on my left. So, ego, Holy Spirit. Three and three. Um, they're like a, a Ford and a Chevrolet. 
<laughs> Ford is over here and Chevy's over here and you're a shopper, I guess. And so once again, you have three things. You have the Ford, you have you, the shopper, and you have the Chevrolet. So you're gonna hear a lot about three. I'm sorry, if there's math, it doesn't go much higher than three. It goes up to about nine and that's it. But you've got three things again. You've got the three unlimited things over here, the observer, and the creator created, and you've got yourself, and then you've got the echoes of those three over here. Okay. A few years ago, I discovered this three-part echo thing. And man, does it echo and echo and echo again. It's like one yodel produces an echo that is a perpetual motion machine. Um, and I thought, this three-part echo is pretty cool, and I realized right away it's kind of like God, you know? It makes up everything, and so... To demonstrate this, let's look at the three large, medium, and small echoes. And they're over here, and they're part of what the Ego Corporation runs over here in this Chevrolet. The large, medium, and small echoes, which is three, which have each three parts in them, all right? You've got the, uh, they've got the market covered in this three-part echo thing. The large echo is the universe, and it has three parts. The Big Bang, the black hole that's at the center of most galaxies, and the solar system, which orbits the black hole. In the middle echo, there's the family. It's the, uh, the mother, the father, and the child. Or in modern terms, it's the male DNA, the female DNA, and the child. It's a three-part thing, regardless. And on the small scale, you have the neutron, and its three parts are the strong force, the center with the three quarks in it, and the atomic system that it changes into when you start making atoms. More on that three-part thing that it changes into later. So there are three things. Each one has three parts in it. And then the third thing is three parts. More on that later. Now, we're familiar with that. We know about atoms. We know how families are created with blending of DNA. We know about the universe, you know, through microscopes and telescopes. We know about these three-part echo things that are run by the Ego Corporation over here on my right. A few hundred years ago, it wasn't that clear. But we have looked down, way down small, and we have looked out way out far, and we know what's going on in the big, medium, and small worlds today. It's not a mystery. And what's going on is a three-part echo in the Ego Corporation and the Chevrolet right here. Now I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Halfway through this. It's taken me years to figure this out. The three-part echo, you know, is an echo. It's something that's limited. That's an echo of something that is unlimited. And as such, you're in the middle. You are the shopper between the Ford and the Chevrolet. The Ego Corporation can never, ever itself go over to the Holy Spirit Corporation. And a Chevy can never be a Ford, ever, ever, ever. But you can buy a Chevrolet, and while you're in the Chevrolet, you might think, I'm a Chevrolet. <clears throat> but you can learn, well, what happens is the Ego Corporation helps you almost by default, somehow, with it not even knowing how it does it. It helps you consciously know that you are in and you are one with the Holy Spirit over here. Um, that you're a Ford. That you, you just knew for billions of years and millions of lifetimes that you were a Chevrolet. 
in the ego corporation over here. But it's not a matter of if, but when you eventually you will know that you are one with the Holy Spirit Corporation. And you're a fort. Now, according to A Course in Miracles, one of the key principles of the ego is to seek and do not find. And I think that is appropriate because it can seek all it wants. A Chevrolet will never be a fort. The ego will never be able to be the Holy Spirit. The Course also says there's total communication failure between the ego and the Holy Spirit. So the ego who never gets it just assumes you will never get it. But the, here is the thing. It is guaranteed that it will never get it. And it's also guaranteed that you will. You will know that you are in heaven, over here, that you are heaven, that you are in the world of the Holy Spirit, and you are one with the Holy Spirit. You thought you were a Chevy, but all this time you've been a Ford. It was just a matter of time. So that's... That's kind of cutting to the end real quick. That's letting the cat out of the bag. It's real simple, really. Simple over here, complex over here. And that only, that only took about 10 minutes, but we have another 10 minutes. So now let's look at some of the complexities of the ego, keeping in mind that what it inadvertently teaches you is that you are in heaven. You are unlimited love. Knowing that, let's look a little more in depth at the tangled web it weaves and not get all tangled up in it, hopefully. When I first found out about this three-part echo that just echoes and echoes and echoes, I got lost in it. That was about five years ago, and I really had really fun with it. And so let's look at it from a fun perspective, that it's a playground that we are playing in right now. All playgrounds have some rules, and the Echo Ego Corporation is no different. It has some rules, and you know, we we kind of have to follow those rules. And when in Rome, you have to do as the Romans do, okay? So here's some ego rules that we have to observe when we're playing in the ego corporation playground. Rule number one is the symbolic observer and the symbolic creator get together and somehow co-create the symbolic created. That's rule number one. Rule number two is after the creation of the created, there is a tight bond between the creator and the created between God and His one Son, between God and you. And it's like the observer can just go over there and just observe like a nameless, formless Holy Spirit while you and God are in a special relationship. One good example is that once the galaxy forms and, and the galaxy has her solar system, she doesn't need her Big Bang observer. And similarly, once the neutron is changed into the atomic system and it can make hydrogen, it really doesn't need the neutron anymore. The new created electron over here has gravity and electromagnetism. It's a new thing that's created. It doesn't need the neutron over here anymore. Rule number three is a three-part thing, or more clearly, the third part of a three-part thing is three parts. So these are all some rules over here in ego land, in the land of threes and ego corporation. And that's how the ego echo works. This is looking into mechanics. It's just telling you how the Chevy runs. Ford runs on love and light. The Chevy runs on three things doing their thing over here. Each one of the large, medium, and small threes have their own subset of threes. So let's look at that. They're all mixed up together, echoing like a grand symphony. 
And you end up finding yourself in a body made of atoms on a planet, in a solar system, in a galaxy that's in a universe. You know, it's no surprise, no wonder that you end up here now. Because that's what happens on this side in the ego corporation over here. Now let's dig a little deeper. The last time I did this, I did drawings on a flip chart. And I'm not going to Ross Perot it this time. He wasn't elected. He wasn't elected. And my drawings don't help you. <laughs> yeah, who's Ross Perot? He was the guy who ran for president and he had flip charts. And I'm, I had flip charts and I'm not doing it. Big ears. 10% value added tax. Might have worked. But he didn't get elected and my drawings didn't help. So it's all going to be visual and we're going to use some visual aids here in just a minute. That that you have, namely your body. I'll show you that in a minute. You're just going to have to visualize it. So let's, the deal is to visualize the third thing of a three-part thing that has three things. So let's do that now. All right, we're going to stand up. Everybody stand up. We're going to pretend you are doing the, the YMCA, but we're only doing the Y. Okay? So a three-part thing has three parts in it. And instead of YMCA, we're going to go, one is the head, two is your upper body, three is your lower body. So we go, one, two, three, one, two, three. That's one set of three. Three things has three things in it. What is the other three? The other three is your right hand, your middle part, your left hand. So let's do that. One, two, three. One, two, three. So, three things has three things in it, and it's your body. So you don't have to look in outer space. You don't have to look in microscopes. Look in the mirror, and you see what I'm talking about. So, the three things is the three things that are in the third thing of three, whatever. Let's just look at those real quick. A neutron has three parts: the strong force, the center, and the atomic system. And that third thing, the atomic system, has three things. An antineutrino, a proton, and an electron. Proton and electron get together and form hydrogen, that two-part bond. So that's, that's several of the rules. When they do that, the antineutrino is like the observer. And the um, proton and the antineutrino got together and somehow co-created the electron. The proton and electron got together, formed hydrogen. They didn't really need the antineutrino anymore, but that's... That's how three things, and the third thing has three things in it. That's on the small scale. A three-part family makes a three-part body. And look at your body. I'm not lying. I'm not making this stuff up. I call myself a scientist, not a rocket scientist. I look under rocks and I say, oh, oh there's a three-part family. Oh, there's a three-part body. Rock science, people, not rocket science. It's just looking under rocks and you find this stuff. It's not hard to picture. You don't need a drawing. Just imagine three things, and the third thing has three things. And it goes large, medium, and small. And this is how the Echo Ego Corporation runs. And it's really a well-oiled machine. I mean, look at the universe. Billions of years old. And the half-life of a proton, it's as long as the universe. I mean, and look at these things. It's amazing. What makes electrons keep popping into and out of existence around a proton? Well, that's how things work in the Ego Corporation over here in the world of threes. And what they're doing, you have to remember, they are a changing limited version of something that is changeless and unlimited over here. This Ford, this Holy Spirit Corporation is unlimited, changeless. 
that doesn't go through beta decay and make hydrogen. It doesn't birth a child that grows up and co-creates and they birth another child and it goes on and on forever. It doesn't create a solar system that creates a planet, that creates a moon, that creates life, humanity on a planet that's always changing. It doesn't do that over here. The Holy Spirit Corporation, maybe it's like a force, an observer force, a creator force, and a created force over here. It's like the Starship Enterprise with the shields at optimum efficiency. Nothing can touch this. You know, this is like ultimate safety. It's timeless love. Changeless, eternal timeless love. Over here, it's the opposite. It's uh, changing, limited love. You can, you know, they, one shot and it's through the force fields and you blow up. Over here, you're kind of safe forever. Over here, it's changing. It's, it's limited. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world. It's a fractal-eat-fractal world. It's nothing but fractals. And all it is is fractals interacting with each other over here in the ego corporation. All there is to eat and drink are fractals. The only thing to talk to and touch are fractals. It's like this, it's like a horror movie over here. <laughs> I mean, gosh, when you think about it, and it's really not that bad, I guess you can get used to anything. It's evidence. But here's the good news. The Ego Corporation Chevy over here only has one function, and that's to help you answer the question that you asked, which is, who am I? And somehow it never gets the answer, but you always do. So the good news is the Fractal Horror Show has an ending, and that's a good thing. Because when it ends, knowledge of unlimited, unchanging love is what you get. And that's a good thing. So the wonderful world of threes has a happy ending. You're always unlimited, changeless love. You're always a Ford. Even when you think you're changing limited love over here or a Chevy. The good news is you're going to know the truth. Ego corporations and Chevrolets notwithstanding. You're going to know the truth. Just a matter of time. And that, that, my dear jubilance, is something that might always make you say, oh yeah. Thank you for joining us for Weekly Wisdom from Jubilee Circle. If you enjoyed the program, we hope that you'll support us by leaving a good review of this podcast wherever you download your shows. We also hope you'll support us in other ways, either by becoming a subscriber to our YouTube channel and our weekly newsletter, or by supporting us financially. You can find out how to do all of that by visiting our website at jubileecircle.com. Many thanks to Audio Coffee from Pixabay for supplying our podcast music. Join us again next week, and until then, take the words of Meister Eckhart with you. If the only prayer you ever say is thank you, that will be enough. We thank you for your time and wish you the kind of week that will leave you saying, oh yeah. Oh yeah.